Welcome to another episode of Dead Review with Dummies. And by dummies, we refer to your hosts. I am Corey, the dummiest dummy. And I am Zach, moderately dumb. But of course, the people who are clever are those who are in Dead Review. So Zach, what is Dead Review with Dummies? Well, Corey, here on the podcast, we like to talk about Dead Review, how wonderful it is. Find out a little bit about where it's come from. And of course, talk to people who've been in the process so you can find out what the experience is like. And that's what we're going to do today. Yeah, so today we're very lucky to have a consumer, uh, Mike, that's been through the process of debt review. And we uh, would like to listen to his story and ask him a bit of questions. Yeah, and tell us about our sponsors today, correct? So we have two sponsors. Our main sponsor for today is one for Credit Life Insurance. We'll hear uh, about them a little bit later in the show. And our second sponsor is the actual debt counselor that assisted Monet from Freedom Debt. Thank you very much to our sponsors. Excellent. All right. So good or bad, Corey? Time for some good or bad before we jump into those interviews. Right. Um, Zach, is debt review good or bad? Good. 100% good, 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 good. Easy question. Uh, okay, question for you, Corey. Insurance on things to do with your debt review, your your insurance on credit facilities and credit policies and uh, things like cars and houses, good or bad? Very good. It's absolutely good, especially if you can replace it with a cheaper policy and it covers you for the same thing, then it's definitely good. If there's no credit life and there's no need for credit life, um, you can always add it, but only if it's affordable under the debt review process. Okay. Right. Um, Zach, I've got one for you. Uh, using a PDA during debt review, good or bad? I very much say good. I'd hate to try to do it without the help of a PDA. Yeah. Good, good, good. Excellent. So I think everybody's tired of listening to us. They want to hear from our guest, and it's going to be really exciting to hear from Mike today. Tell us uh, who we're talking to. So yes, today we've got Mike that's been through the debt review process. Uh, he's going to tell us about his story a bit, and we'll actually ask him a few questions you know, and get behind the, the crux of debt review and how his process worked. Very warm welcome to Mike. Mike has been uh, in the debt review for a while. He's, uh, he's obviously gone through the process. So, Mike, just tell us your story. Thank you for the invitation to participate. My story started, sure, about six, six and a half years ago. Um, I got myself into um, a tad of, of debt, about 750,000 Rand. Um, so that, that gives a lot of people some sleepless nights. And uh, after the, the, my second divorce, I found myself uh, at a tight financial end. So the loans and the, the overdrafts and everything, credit cards needed to be paid and there wasn't enough money coming in to cover it. So I uh, took a, a, a look at the situation and then decided, now this is uh, going to bite me sooner rather than later. So best I do something about it. Um, at that stage, it also gone through some counseling with a psychologist and she'd helped me understand that uh, a large part of my overspending was uh, due to a mental uh, disorder that I had that uh, sees mental uh, overspending as a, as a coping mechanism. So that didn't help me either. But um, again, once you understand the process, you can take measures to remedy it. And yeah, I put myself into debt review as a way of not having access to anything to overspend. 
So, yeah, so that was a, a very interesting process. Um, yeah, Mike, sorry, tell us sorry. the moment you decided. There, at some point, there was a day. There was an hour. There was an evening. You're sitting with some, some, some a, a beer around the bry or something, and you think, you know what, I'm going to do it. Tell us about that. Do you remember that? I don't remember those details too much, but um, it was a... It was the end process of a, a rather long contemplation of what needs to be done to to sort the stuff out. You know, when you when you're trying to fix problems and trying to sort things out, and uh, there are just no longer any options available, and you're starting to look at losing your house and losing your car and that sort of stuff. You um, come to the point where you go, you know, you got to do what you got to do. Would you say that um, the idea of losing your assets was the deciding factor for you to apply for the interview? It was, yeah, it was, it was the in conclusion. It's a case of there are no longer any other options. Um, I did try a couple of private loans and a couple of private arrangements, but nothing materialized. And then I realized, you know, there is no other solution other than doing this to limit myself in terms of uh, exposure to to more debt incursion. So before you actually applied for debt review, did you approach the banks yourself to try and make an arrangement? The banks were not talking to me very nicely at that point. You know, I was already, you know, two months behind on bond and uh, car issues. And, you know, like I said, life had reached the point where there was um, very little options available. Um, Mike, tell us, how did you find out about debt review i mean you're in the world you've got debt problems is debt review popping up on google how, how are you hearing about debt review and then did you like do some research or i'm a graphic designer by trade and some of my clients are in the financial environment um one of them is a micro lender um and i've done brochures and leaflets for them on options for getting clients sorted out so i did understand the debt review process from basically working on jobs for that um, so that that was very helpful in terms of considering options, and that's why I said debt review was the most logical, albeit most difficult, solution to to get myself out of that very dark deep hole. How did you How did you come to decide on freedom debt as your debt counselor? I well, I did what anybody I googled a whole bunch of people, um, came up with a couple of solutions. Some of the people sounded not cool. Some of the people. Didn't know what they were talking about. The, the Mornay, I think I was speaking to Mornay from debt, the debt counselors, and he understood the situation. He understood where I was coming from. Um, we sat down, worked out a plan, and I was comfortable with it. Um, yeah, the, the, the repayment bump was was a tad on the high side. My first payments started off at 28K a month. So, you know, most people don't even earn that as a salary. I had to like pay that and still earn a salary to pay the normal monthly things. So, so that was interesting. Um, yeah, interesting for sure. But um, okay, so you make the decision. You're talking to Monet, and then he says, "Here's a form," uh, or like, "What was the actual like applying process? How did that work for you?" I don't know so much about applying. You basically said, "This is what it is. These these are my bank statements. These are the loans I have. These are the the liabilities that I have. Whatever you know, your payments that are needed to be made. You list your." Your creditors, in terms of your, these are the oaks that are going to be looking for my kneecaps. Um, and then he has to then go and approach each of them and say, listen, situation normal, the wheels have come off. Um, he's applying for debt review. Are you willing to agree to this? Um, some of the guys were not too charmed. 
Um, I just put a solar geyser in my roof a couple of months before that. So um, the chap was not too charmed that I'd suddenly decided now Detribu is where we're going. So yeah, I, I don't think I made any huge friends. Um, Nedbank was my bank at that stage. You know, when you go into Detribu, they basically close your accounts and kick you out the bank after 21 years of being a client. So about that, you know, banks being on your side, not so much. But um, you know, they, they basically keep the bond going because that's that's huge money to shift bonds. But um, everything else they close, and then they say cheers. So I went to another bank. You know, you start all over again. You know, and uh, yeah, so your credit rating for the next couple of years is, is zero. So anybody, which is lovely when the telemarketers phone you and try and sell you stuff, because then you just go, yeah. you know what? Hey, no, I'm a debtor. You best best you check your records before you waste your time on me. Looking at it's right. awesome to say just no, no and no. So um, you mentioned the the high installment, and you mentioned the the bank obviously feeling like the bank turned your back on you a bit. Is there anything else you feel like was a very difficult part of the distribute process? A third of the way into the exercise, um, my company closed. So I found myself basically without a job. Um, and again, this is where I really have to give kudos to Monet and Bridget and the team. I think I, I, I drove them to Red Party Cool Drink um, more than one occasion. Um, there's a, there was a good couple of months when I was behind even with the debt review people. Because, you know, you, you company closed in October. Awesome. You know, just before December where there's no business. So, yeah, listen, we, we pushed through. There were some, there were some um, times where I think they had to speak very nicely to the people that we were doing payments with to make sure that they didn't throw in the towel and, and drag me off to the cleaners. So, you know, the guys did really, really well for me. Um, but yeah, I, I found that just being upfront and saying, listen, this is where it is. This is what's happening. You know, working in this environment. And then, of course, you hit COVID. Um, and in COVID, um, yeah, my, my, in, in the, the first two, three months, my income went down to 10% of cash flow. So that, that was helpful with debt review. But again, you know, you, you make a plan. I avoided the cash and transit robberies and, you know, knocking over liquor stores that kind of like, I don't look good in orange, but you make a plan, you get through it, you, you find a way, you find alternatives. And again, the, the guys from the debt review were, were really, really, really patient with me. Um, I think that's why one of the ladies has a twitch in her left eye now, but you know, I th it, it went well, it went well. You know, you, you catch everything up, you get back on speed, you, you push through till the end. Mike, and can you tell us, you'd been having all that stress before you started debt-free. So let's go all the way back to like the first couple of weeks. Those stress levels have probably got incredibly high, right? And then you start the process. Did you feel, like we often interested, or did you feel more relaxed or a little more stressed at that point? Like when you started the debt review, was it an instant feeling of like, ah, I've taken care of things? Or was it like, ooh, have I taken care of things? Now, listen, there, there were many, many moments when I thought, shit, no, listen, I've shot myself badly in the foot, young, because you always think you can manage things better. Uh, well, how did that work out for me getting to that point? So, no. If anything, through the process of debt review, did you learn something? Does a, did the debt review process teach you anything at all? Well, it, it, again, it, it makes you reconsider where you're spending, how you're spending. Uh, it take it makes you relook your reprioritize, you know what what's important. When when credit is as accessible as it is, 
you don't always think about these things. I'll just get a loan, I'll get an overdraft, I'll just get another credit card. I mean, I had three at one point. So yeah, I wouldn't um, advise that. That's that's not healthy. Just say, everybody knows, don't do that. You know, you you start looking at at what what you want and what you can afford and how to go about it. Uh, you really relook really the whole spending concept. Now, I still need to get to that point where I'm saving, but yeah, I've, we've, we've just recovered after COVID, just had about the first two or three months of sort of normal business. So we'll get to saving again. But um, I think anybody who had savings in COVID depleted those. Um, and again, that, that drives more people into a credit environment. And you take a look at the repossessions that took place during the, the, the economic lockdown. A lot of people were living above their means. Um, a lot of people lost their jobs and lost houses. I mean, I had friends who lost cars and houses. Difficult, difficult times. Okay, so Mike, let's go to the other end of the journey now. Um, you watching that statement, you kind of keeping track of things. Monet starts making contact with you. You start contacting him. It's time to like pay two more payments, one more payment. You make that payment. Um, yeah, what is that like? I mean, what is it like? People, I mean, people don't know what is it like. Listen, I'm I'm not I'm not one for huge uh, splurges, but um, yeah, it, it was it was quite an emotional moment for me. Uh, you know, I um, my my eyes were sweating a little bit, but um, the the journey was not without its challenges. So to have it finally done was rather significantly good. It really was. So now you've uh, paid your last instalment. You don't have that big instalment anymore. You've uh, settled your debt. You're debt free. What's the first thing you did after you did after you received your clearance certificate? <laughs> what did you do? No, like I said, it's just I'm in advertising. I'm working, so my my life is pretty pretty busy. Um, didn't do anything really. I just you know you just take a deep sigh and you you get into the next day. You know you just do the next thing at needs to be done and mike you you were talking about that installment figure again give it to us it was quite a scary number the idea behind debt review is you pay a, a large amount and as you pay off you, you keep on paying that large amount until you know it just feeds into the next debt and the next debt and you pay it off sooner yeah yeah 28 grand is a bit of a mission so yeah, as soon as I, you know, I paid off the car and i paid off a couple of other things and i i didn't keep up with 28 grand, I reduced the repayment amount to something that was actually doable and, you know, didn't make my eyes jump and make me drink red party cooling too much. But um, yeah, so the, my, my repayments are, are restructured to go lower, it took longer to pay off. Um, you know, instead of five years, I think it was six and a half years eventually. Um, right. But um, the, I think the last repayments was down to 11, 11, grand or something or other the idea that debt review actually allows you to do that and still not go in arrears is actually a positive it's about negotiation it's about just talking to the people and you know again if anybody listens to anything the major lesson somebody can learn is if you're in trouble if you have a limit talk to the people you owe money to they will help you earlier rather than later the later you leave it the less eager they are to assist you but if you go to them early on and say listen you know this is this challenge look again you know post-economic lockdown um the banks and everybody have tightened the screws in terms of what they allow and what they don't allow so 
because they're not as flexible as they would have been before the whole economic lockdown. Uh, everybody lost money. Well, the banks made money, but let's not go down that road. The, your creditors, you know, again, you know, everybody's feeling the pinch, so maybe they're not as eager. But the earlier you go, the easier it is to make an arrangement. The easier it is to to stop yourself falling into a deeper, deeper, deeper hole because that hole can get very deep very quickly. Mike, thank you very much for this. I think uh, yes, you've actually given us a lot of thought and and uh, things to think about. And, yeah. and you know, it's it's a journey. Uh, congratulations on your journey and completing it. Uh, I think uh, it is definitely something. You know, it speaks to your character that you actually pushed through and you didn't give up halfway through the time because that's the easiest thing to do. It's just to say, you know, I'm not going to do this anymore. So well done on, well done to you. It's fantastic that you actually pushed through. You got your clearance. You did the, you did it. You you won out the statistics. And there's not many people people that actually do it. So well done. Um, congratulations on on finishing the process. Corey, time for some. Did you know? Did you know that in the past, people had this option to go under administration, right? There was a thing called the administration order. But did right. you know there was a limit of that of 50,000 rand? So if you had more debt than that, you couldn't actually use that facility. You know that? I do know that. And I think uh, it's still applicable today for consumers that can actually apply for administration. But yet again, it's only 50,000 rand. So if you have any assets, that won't really work. The attribute is probably your best answer. Yeah, absolutely. Zach, I've got one for you again. Did you know that seven out of 10 cars on the road don't have insurance? Mm, that makes my heart sink, Corey, because that is a scary statistic. Um, and especially because, well, I have insurance on my car and I'm driving up and down the road. And you're telling me seven out of 10. That is terrifying. Seven out of 10. 70% of all cars on the roads don't have insurance. Terrifying. Okay. Corey, did you know that in 2006, there wasn't a National Credit Act but by 2007, there was, and that's when Debt Review first started. That was uh, actually a great year. I remember that very, very fondly because uh, I was actually looking into becoming a debt counselor and I just did it a year later. So, yeah, Debt Review has been, uh, been around and it's come a long way, in my opinion. Yeah, very much so. Right. Uh, today we've got Monet. Monet, uh, the debt counselor. Tell us about a, a little bit about yourself. I'm the owner and of Freedom Debt Counselors. We are a debt counseling firm based in Hurupert. We operate nationally and we assist clients. We're very passionate about our clients that uh, on their journey to becoming debt-free. So we focus on over-indebted clients and we really, as I said, we're passionate with the clients for their journey. And the best feeling is when you get that clearance certificate to clients. Well, Mike was singing your praises now, obviously, right? So, but his situation is quite interesting. So Mike was saying like, I think 750,000 Rand, it sounds like a really big amount of debt. Is it, is it challenging when someone comes to you and says, look, I've got 750,000 Rand's worth of debt. Can you help someone with that much debt? For sure we can. You know, we have a lot of clients that, you know, most of their exposure are bonds and cars and then obviously a lot of unsecured debt. So we are quite used to big amounts of debt and, um, you know, bonds and houses. But, I mean, it's all the same. The unsecured is a little bit easier. Um, but then again, the secured, the cars and the vehicles, you can help them. As time goes along, you find out what works and what doesn't work where you can. And especially if you apply the rule sets. You know, the rule sets are there for a reason. It really promotes... Um, 
the concessions that you give get on interest and extension of terms. So, you know, if you stick to the guidelines and you more or less in the ballpark, it's not, it's not that difficult. So in Mike's circumstances, there was a bit of a change in terms of living ex- uh, expenses or in terms of an income. How do you as a debt counselor handle that type of thing, Monet? Uh, you have to determine as well if it's pre-order or post-order. So if it's a pre-order situation, it's quite quite a lot easier because then you can change the actual proposal and submit a new proposal to the credit providers for acceptance. Now, obviously, we all know the importance of the credit provider accepting your proposals and your offers. Post-order, it's a bit more difficult because not all the credit providers will allow changes and variations on uh, granted order. So in my case, yes, we did do a, a few changes and we did obviously motivated quite well to the credit providers who actually agreed to it at the end of the day. Um, we didn't get a variation order though, um, because Mike's order was a NCT order, which you can't vary unless there's a mistake. So um, the credit providers then gave us new acceptances and we continue on. So his journey wasn't, in, you know, normally our, our client's journey is five years. His was a bit longer, but yes, his circumstances changed. We worked according to what he can afford. And luckily for us, the credit providers did work with us. They could understand the motivation. We obviously sent them all the proof of the change of circumstances. You know, as, as long as you have substance to your query and to your changes, you know, they take the time to actually look at it and assess it. For someone that, out there that doesn't know what you're referring to when you talk about an order, just briefly explain what you'd say an order is. Order is an order of court or order from the National Consumer Tribunal, which basically formalized the process so that everyone knows exactly what is expected, what amount is expected over the term. And obviously, if you stay with those within those payment terms, you are protected. Thank you. Yes, that makes complete sense. Thank you, Monet. So if you had advice for anybody listening and they are contemplating debt review, what would you say to them? My main thing I always tell clients is to reduce a monthly installment to actually be able to make ends meet, you have to reduce the cost of credit. If you reduce an installment or a repayment amount and you don't reduce the cost of credit, you're simply paying most of it to the cost and service fees or interest or any value-added product. So if you pay less cost, you pay more towards capital, and then that's the way to get it free. The other thing I can tell consumers is don't wait too long. You know, Most of the people wait too long and then it's too late. If you're really in a, in a, in a battle, contact a debt counsellor and um, see what they can do for you. You know, we offer normally assessment beforehand. So we take your income, your, your expenses, your specific credit agreements, and we see what we can do and what is more or less expected. So you have a good idea what's coming. On that very subject, Mona, uh, sounds like Mike had a great time working with you guys. If, if people are listening to the podcast want to get hold of you, um, they want to ask some questions about debt review, talk about how it would work, if it would work for them. Uh, how do they go about getting hold of you? They can go directly to our website. It's www.freedebt.co.za or they can contact us on 010-035-0883. Give me that number again. 010-035-0883. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you very much. Well, Mona, it's been great having you with us today. We really, really appreciate it. Thanks, Goras. We've come a long way. Um, before we get to the end of the show, let's talk to our main sponsor. You know, Let's find out a little bit about One and One Insurance. I think you've heard of them, hey, Corey. You know One. So, yes, Zach, I have definitely heard of One. Uh, one is a national company that's been assisting consumers since 2012 
to consolidate the credit life insurance. What is credit life insurance, you might ask? Well, credit life insurance gives you peace of mind in case of health issues or retrenchment. The policy will either pay a lump sum or a monthly installment when you can't. All of this is covered by one payment, saving you almost 35% on their monthly premium. At current 95 per thousand outstanding debt, one has been consistent in their premium and always focuses on treating customers fairly. One covers things like death, disability, critical illness, and retrenchment. This product is available for anyone who has credit life insurance by replacing their credit, current credit life insurance. Even if the consumer is not under debt review, and if you want more information, you can visit www.one.za.com. Thank you very much, One, for sponsoring this episode of Debt Review with Dummies. Yeah, thanks very much to One. And also, of course, thanks to Monet from Freedom for coming on the show. And Mike, it was great to have Mike with us. Eh? Fantastic. Yes, absolutely. It was so nice to hear from someone that's been through the process and actually got out of it um, at the end of it. So I feel a little less dumb than when we first started the show. How about you? Chloe? I must say, definitely. It feels to me like I know a little bit more about debt review and uh, insurance. Yeah, and I'm looking forward to our next episode. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, and thanks for tuning in. We'll see you soon.